Do you like the Up for Discussion podcast? Boy, howdy. I know I do. I particularly like how they keep all their best bits in the middle of their episodes. But sometimes I don't have that much time to listen through all the garbage to get to the good bits. I wish that someone would just take all their really good bits and just slap them together and, you know, have like a, a clip show of just the good parts. What? What's that? Oh, that that's that's what this is. The Up for Discussion Best of the Worst. Oh, you took all the good bits from episodes 71 to 80 and you just smashed them all together? Huh. Well, special thanks to Kendallin Aldridge for pulling all the clips for this one. If your favorite clip from one of these episodes didn't make the cut, she's the one to yell at. Enjoy the show. Yes, come to see you. I, I, I play in different bands, and one band in particular, I'm kind of a, a bit of a resident performance artist, so I'll play like, you know like the rubbish bin that the Red Collective play? They got that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That came from me. And so I used to play with them. And so I'll play nice. Broken Glass and Saw Blades and, you know, just whatever is handy that's metal and makes a lot of noise. And is very dangerous to human health. Okay. It is, but it's also quite, it's also quite funny. I once freaked out a, a guy called Chris uh, Tomlin by playing a chain into a bin lid, and nobody warned him that I was going to be there on stage <laughs> until it was too late. <laughs> we, dip in and, we dip in and out of number one, and uh, it's quite fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So how about you guys? I wish we could dip. <laughs> we, we're, we're not even charting anywhere. Well, think. we just we just need to find our chart, I think. Like if you restrict our it to like humorous three-man podcasts in the Montreal area featuring <laughs> Irish writers on religious matters, we could get there. We could probably be number one. <laughs> Anybody can be number one if you narrow down just enough. That's yeah. the game. We all we need is a a quote for the back of our book. That's all we want. It's literally it's literally the only reason why I do the podcast was to have that one little excerpt. Because once it's printed, you can't you can't deny it. It's truth. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's fact. It's in print. Your family sounds like they don't support you as much as they should. I'm calling them out. <laughs> yeah, they kind of suck. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, wow. as a matter of fact, I think my wife might be bringing me some fresh banana bread as we speak. So I'm on a winner Whoa. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. This is how you reestablish the trust. <laughs> That's chapter nine of the book. Banana bread, it's called. <laughs> Bring your husband banana bread. <laughs> what does Canada have to be thankful for? Thankful for not being America, I guess. We get, <laughs> yes! we get to be, be America's hat. That's fun. <laughs> no, not being America. That's perfect. You, do you guys actually have no snakes? Is that is that true? That is true. All right. Well, well that's. I mean, that's a plus. Well, that must make it really easy to trust people. are you really trying to get the book in there that madly uh that badly no i think that we have snakes but they're like in pet stores Uh, okay yeah that makes sense i don't know i once heard it never trust a man with a with a pet snake i'm not sure that's true or not though that must be an irish saying just because like there's no snakes around (laughs) well saint patrick apparently rid them of uh, of our land but that's debatable on many 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 levels I always wondered like how he did that. Did he start in the middle and like spiral outward and like push them towards the coast? Yeah, I think so. I think he just uh, kind of, you know how Wonder Woman spins? He kind of did that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, sure. St. Saint, Saint Patrick is the Wonder Woman of the uh, monastic era. 
What annoys me is when people go, oh, I built a table this weekend. And you're like, wow, do you have like a workshop? Well, it's Ikea. You didn't build a table. You assembled a table. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? But that, Which that, is, well, no one, no one, come on, Greg. No one ever builds a table. You assemble the table <laughs> from a tree. <laughs> The this tree is, built the table. Get it right. This is and true. God built the tree. <laughs> okay, fine. God does everything. But like, uh, <laughs> but like, my a friend of ours, he, he uh, does a thing where he goes to IKEA, and they have a rule that once you know the name of it in uh, IKEA language, Swedish, in IKEAN, IKEAN. Thank you. Uh, then you must use it from then on. So they'll be like, oh, that's a very nice Farfik Nugent. Oh, thank you. I like your Fleekenslocker <laughs> or whatever it is. But they, they literally walk around the shop using these words. It's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. You should try it. Everybody should try that at home. Next time I go to Ikea, I'll, uh, I'll walk around saying names out loud. Why wait? Just call your furniture in your home by the Ikea name. Oh, shoot. I guess we do have like... We're sitting on Ikea furniture right now. I don't yeah. know what it's called. It's the Swiss cheese chairs. Swiss cheese? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, just- and the ones with the holes in them. You should Tom's, be. Uh, Tom is scanning them for signs of a name, but I think it is all for naught. This is the one piece of IKEA furniture that doesn't have a tag on it explaining its name. Oh, well. So does that make you some sort of like racist? For coming uh, <laughs> 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 <Sorry. laughs> took a turn. <laughs> Explain your accusations, Greg Fromholz. Sorry, you broke up there. Explain your accusations to us. I'm joking. I was just wondering what I was saying. Like, I mean, I, I wonder if people from IKEA are offended when people call it a chair. Oh, geez. Oh. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we need to check our privilege. He has a song, Stop, Collaborate, and Listen. You know that one? Ice is back yeah, with a yeah. brand new invention. Yeah. Something He's... grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop you? I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. See? Yeah. Exactly what I'm talking about right there. There. That, that was better than we could have done it by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah, I mean, I don't even heard Tom rap that entire thing. I think he's he's pretty much got it. Now. I do have the whole thing locked down. <laughs> I never knew the word harpoon was in it. I'm going to go back and look for that now. That's quite <laughs> impressive. Like a har- what does that even mean, flow like a harpoon? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It sounds good, though. It sounds yeah. quite, it sounds, it sounds vaguely fallock to me. But Well, it's weird because he says flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Well, yeah. like, I've never known harpoons to be something that have any kind of temporal... <laughs> specifications well when you're hunting that whale you gotta i mean you find the whale whatever time it is you gotta go, go for it. Okay, grab it by the harpoon and saying that the devil wears a pantsuit would be a great musical maybe we should call up your guy from hamilton he could be oh in on goodness. that one just call up lin-manuel like yo we've got a project for you i tell you if he Let's heard the, if he heard the title he'd be like i'm in yeah it's 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 a meryl streep fronted musical where she plays hillary clinton and um what's her name anne hathaway stars yeah. as her uh Secretary yeah. of State. Anne Hathaway starring as Donald Trump. Nailed well, it. Nailed it. That's it. He, My casting choices. They're he, unconventional, but they really work. And if Meryl Streep, Nobody makes better casting choices than me. <laughs> and if Meryl Streep's in it, you know it's going to win something. I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby. Da, 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 da. You always pick songs you don't actually know the lyrics to. <laughs> you told me to sing Teenage Ween or whatever. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> I told you to sing a spooky Halloween song. Well, it's not the usual time that we're recording this podcast. We're recording it during the daytime. Early morning. The early morning of 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Post-meridian. And that makes me sad and tired. What, is, what does PM stand for? Post-meridian. Is it? Yeah. And anti-meridian is AM. Oh. Since noon is the meridian of the day. 
I thought it was just at morning and post morning. I don't know that that the eye roll like, that I just did translated like, into podcast or maybe town, all but morning. <laughs> not in fact, actually morning and probably not morning. <laughs> uh, probably morning though. Let's be real. This morning I was thinking about the word zebra. Mm-hmm. And just how, over and over as you do. Yeah, and in, and how zebra. in posher places they pronounce it zebra. Mm. And I wondered if anybody's ever named their daughter Debra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my joke for the day. <laughs> I always wonder how I would do in that type of situation. Because I feel like I could potentially do a really good job of like manipulating those social situations. But I want to believe that I wouldn't be good enough at it to win. Mm. because I feel like I'd have to be a terrible person to win. Yeah. And so I'm, I'd be genuinely curious to try it out and see if I could, like, do it. And the other question is, like, how, yeah, if you think that now, how much would that change when you're actually there? Right. right. Yeah. Like, if you think now, I don't know if I could be that unscrupulous, when you're really pushed mm-hmm. and when, it, when you're sort of in a situation where it's expected of you mm. and you've got people in authority telling you, oh, yeah, push this. And also mm-hmm. you've got the chance to win a million dollars. Yeah. How far are you willing to go? Well, and that's it. I feel like my, my instinct is to say that probably I would be willing to be as horrible <laughs> as possible to win. And I would want to try it out to prove myself wrong, to mm-hmm. prove to myself that I'm a good enough person to lose at, at a reality show. <laughs> are there pumpkin Recently, memes? Yeah. I was wondering the same thing. I saw one where the pumpkin had a real small face. And I thought that was delightful. Like the Instagram filter? What? Does that work? Or no, the Snapchat filter that like smushes your face? Is that Whoa. where it comes from? Can you use Snapchat filters on pumpkins? Maybe. I'd like to. We could we could make like a series of pumpkins that are just like carved Snapchat filters, like the dog face. We could. We could get a bunch of pumpkins. And like we could put like the like rainbow stuff that like, I don't know, out, out of like one of the mouths. With like glitter? And like gigantic eyes. I don't know, like the candies. Candy, or, like, candy corn? Yeah, or like candy corn, definitely rainbow candy corn. No, like like the the bacon stuff, the rainbow bacon stuff. Rainbow bacon. Yeah, have you like, never seen rainbow bacon? It's like it's it's not actually bacon, but it looks like bacon. It's like strips of candy. I have no idea what it, you're talking. It looks about. exactly like the thing that comes out of the rainbow guy's mouth when he vomits. As a gay Jew, you should know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. Unfortunately, I don't. Mm. I'll Google a picture of of rainbow bacon. Or what are what are those Snapchat filters are there? I mean, uh, they're the actual like spooky ones, but that's boring. They have, uh, they just put up one that turns you into like Little Red Riding Hood, okay. and I used it on our Mark Garneau poster. I saw that. Room, that was, was really genuinely frightening. I enjoyed it. You've never seen this? No, no, I haven't. It's like vaguely sour and covered in like crystallized sugar. Oh, and that does sound kind of familiar, but I would never have thought of it as rainbow bacon. It looks more like a really bad fruit by the foot. Yeah, I guess so. Oh God, like it's it's gone rotten, and and that's yes. how it happens. <laughs> they would put those like tattoos on them so mm-hmm. that you could like put it on your tongue for a couple seconds and remove it and have a thing on your tongue. Oh, you never put them on your skin. It. Is that what you were supposed to do with those? <laughs> <laughs> I was always under the impression that you were supposed to put it on your tongue, show your friends, and be impressive, and then eat it. I think I was under the impression that you were supposed to put them on your skin, but at the same time, that's really disgusting. Yeah. Yep. I mean, either way, it's gross. It's bad. It's wrong. Well, not necessarily. Like, on your tongue is the proper place for fruit roll-up materials. But then you have to lick it and then remove it, right? So that you just have (laughs) this, like, saliva-dampened sheet of plastic candy. Right. I'm not into it. I enjoy the idea of putting, like, 50 pumpkins all along our 
front lawn there. We do we have, have a little bit lawn. of a front lawn. Yeah. Just like bit of a lawn. Every Snapchat filter. Yeah. I feel like that might be a fire hazard if we put candles in all of them. We could uh, we could hook up some sort of Christmas lights set up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Run run Christmas lights through them. Mm-hmm. We could incorporate yeah. the Christmas lights into the design. Yeah. Mm. What if our pumpkins were reindeer? Mm. What if we had uh, Santa pumpkin? Seven small reindeer pumpkins. Seven snow white and the seven small reindeer pumpkins. Yeah, wait, how many reindeer does Santa Claus have? <laughs> There's definitely eight and nine if you count Rudolph. That yeah, wait, which came first, the granada or the pomegranate? They're the same thing. Oh, snap. Damn. Yeah. Like, it's why it's called grenade in several languages. Wow. Because French. grenades look like the inside of a pomegranate. Oh, that's true. I always figured that the pomegranate was named because it looked like a grenade, but I guess that makes way more sense. Yes, surprisingly, Tim, we did not just discover the pomegranate in the 20th century. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's, that's very fair. <laughs> I don't know. Grenades could be old. We had explosives for a while, right? I suppose so. I mean, we have people we would call grenadiers in like the 19th century, but they're not wielding what we would classically think of as being a grenade. In any say. case, I'm defending my ignorance and I apologize. <laughs> also, there were... Are you kidding me with this There's shit? There's another. I'm not getting that one. You're not I am getting that one. You're getting that one. I was going to okay. say in Isaiah, they talk about pomegranates in the temple. Whoa. <laughs> I mm-hmm. guess they probably History. they probably used a different word than pomegranate. Yes. Um, but, but I guess the only way to know if we'll ever crash is to crash. And when we crash, we will have crashed. Yep. Exactly. And I think a lot of us carry that with us in our daily lives. We do what we can not to fail because we can't conceive of failure any more than we can conceive of death. Mm. We just need to keep moving forward. Yeah, man. However best we can. If I had to go back and live with my parents, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my failure on my in my own stupid little head. Oh, I thought you were saying that's the closest thing you can conceive of to death. To death. <laughs> I was like, that's harsh. Your I'm parents sorry, are mom and dad. <laughs> This is this is original Upford. Yeah, we're back. Original we're recipe. back, baby. <laughs> Crispy chicken, full fat, no meat. So much cholesterol, <laughs> the <laughs> bad kind. One hundred percent man. Yeah, yeah. Oh. sweaty armpits. I miss Des. Hairy legs. <laughs> Everyone misses Des. <laughs> I I frequently like whenever I'm talking to people who listen to the show, and one of us misses an episode. Mm. The only one that anyone ever comments about is Des, yep. and she misses more episodes than the rest of us. Yeah. So I frequently hear people mm. being like, "Why isn't Desiree on this?" Week? <laughs> but if like I miss one, they're just like, "Good episode this yeah. week." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's about a uh, it's about a play that I'm going to be in. So if you're mm-hmm. in or around Montreal Ooh. in uh, in the <laughs> next <laughs> month, specifically. Uh, in between November's 9th and 13th, inclusively. The 9th and 13th November of the month. <laughs> but, but only inclusively. inclusively. Nowhere else. Yeah. I was in an improv show on Sunday night, and then I went to the other class's improv show last night. Uh, and after the show, I was chatting with uh, you know, a couple of the people who were in the show, and also the parents of one girl who was in the show. And the parents were like introducing themselves to everybody and chatting with them a little. And like they turned to me, and they're like, Nice to meet you. Why weren't you on stage? And the mom, before I could answer, was like, because you really look like you should be on stage. You, you're, you're a very attractive young man. You look like you could be on stage and have no talent and still do a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's good because I have no talent. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a text from Andy that says, hey, I need you to call me right now and get me out of an awkward situation. 
And I had made a decision like a week or two before mm-hmm. that, that any time I got a text like that, I was going to really commit to it. <laughs> so <laughs> I pick up my phone. Does that happen to you a lot, getting text messages like that? Not, never. Okay. And, uh, once in a while, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so I immediately pick up my phone and I call you, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that it was you who messaged me. <laughs> and the conversation went something like this. Hello, Mr. Peltier. Uh, hi. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from the hospital. Uh, we just got your test results back. Okay. Uh, you have butt cancer. Uh, I see. I, I need you to to come down to the hospital now so that I can do a couple more tests and uh, and start the treatment. Um, I'm going to need to put my fingers just way deep inside of you. Right. Um, I've already done that. It hasn't worked. Okay. I'm, I'm going to need to... You know, did you use the gel? Yes. Copious amounts of. Co- okay. In fact, I put the entire gel bottle inside. The whole the whole bottle. All of it. Okay. Well, I'm going to need you to come down here. Uh, I'm concerned. Yeah. Right. Well, I've already operated myself. Uh, you've you've op- you've what you've operated on yourself. Yes, by myself. By Wait. yourself. Yes. Okay. Um, it's gone quite successfully. Re- really? Yeah. Uh, you, I've got you, the cancer out as well as as well as the whole hole. You got the cancer out, and you you've expanded the hole. No, the whole hole is out. The whole hole. I've taken the hole out. How do you? There was a hole. There's no more hole anymore. What? what? You've removed your anus. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So so this conversation just went on for a really long time, Uh, and I was getting really confused because I was like, "Why is Simon so committed to this?" Like normal people get that phone call and immediately say, "Great, thanks. I'll be right over," so they can ditch people. But we did this for about five minutes. I was like really confused. I was like, "Wow, Simon's really committed." One time last year, I was actually um, pooping at the time. I thought that was important to mention. Mm. Um, what, what kind of poop was it? It was, I, honestly, I can't remember. It was overshadowed by the events that came after it, you know. But okay. was, We're going to assume that it was, a, it, was a, it was a medium to mediocre poop. I mean, it was, it was post-poop, right? And sometimes oh, you see. just want to chill out yeah, and yeah, check yeah. your phone and yeah. stuff. Mm. So, like, I was just on my phone. And it was, like, like it was the post one thirty in the morning time. or 2 in the morning or something. And I f- suddenly get this phone call from Dez. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is strange. <laughs> it's like two in the morning. So I, so I pick it up on the collage and it's, it's Desiree and, um, oh, actually it was, it was, uh, it was our friend Anna's phone, Anna, mm-hmm. who we just stayed with in, yeah. in Toronto. Um, and it's Desiree on the phone. She says, hi, is this Bustan? Um, which is this Lebanese place in Montreal that we like always order from at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like, it sounds like Des and Anna are out and like kind of drunk and like obviously I'm like okay they're they're just messing with me they're playing a prank and I'm like oh yeah this is Bustan sure and it's a conversation <laughs> goes, goes for a while like oh yeah like like what do you want oh well we want like two two chicken shawarmas and I was like Des is playing this really straight like she's not really putting jokes in so so mm-hmm. I'm I'm like sort of trying to like half of me is like okay this is this is still a joke and half of me is like wait it's slowly dawning on me that maybe Desiree thinks that I that she's actually ordering food right now <laughs> so so I try to get it like more and more goofy and she's just like do you have chicken i'm like well no we don't have chicken right now she's like do you have beef we don't oh we have one beef sandwich it's good it's our last one so it's gonna be like forty dollars and like she just stops and i can hear her in the background talking to anna being like I, they, do they like do they raise their prices like i don't understand this seems so wrong <laughs> it took about five minutes and then eventually i think i think i had to tell her like des it's me and she she got really mad <laughs> I'm still in Anna's phone as Boostan. So Tim and I went to Butlerfest. You ate Butterfest. It was it was fun. To, you went to good weekend. Bummerfest. Yeah, some Buffalo Fest. 
<laughs> we headed out to good old Busterfest. <laughs> Busterfest. Yeah, Buffer Bufferfest. It was it was a thing in Toronto. Butterfest. There were a whole bunch of Buster YouTubers. Fest. We went to Cumberbutt. <laughs> Benedict Buffer. Cumberbutt. Cumberbutt. <laughs> Cumberbutt. Easy breezy beautiful Cumberbatch. <laughs> I got a nice opportunity to chat with a nice man named Michael. Mm. Michael Falsoni. Mm. He's a good guy. Yeah, he was good. He's hilarious. He was saying how he last year got to see some people beat each other up during Bufferfest, and it was the highlight for him. (laughs) (laughs) How he really hoped to see someone beat each other up this year. And I kind of said to myself, if I see him tomorrow, I will punch Tim in the face. (laughs) And Tim and I actually, we were sitting with Sabrina, uh, like nerdy and quirky Sabrina Cruz, very cool girl. Yeah, we were were sitting with her replacement, John Green. Yeah, we were sitting with replacement John Green, uh, and I looked over and I saw Mike Falzone on the block, but like twenty feet away. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to run over there with Tim and punch Tim in the face. <laughs> it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, we hung up with Sabrina quite a lot. She's nice. really cool. And Very then cool. she snuck us into the the VIP lounge wow. in the upstairs. Very which was nice. Very fun. Was she? Did, did you guys hang out with her a lot because she was a fan of you, Tim, or well, just in general because you guys are sweetie boys? She's she's sweetie a boys. she's she's like a fan of me, and I'm a fan of her. But when she saw yeah. Tom, she was like, "You did this one lasagna video, and I died." <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> we were like, cool. Like, all nice. right, props from from the nice. The, the young so she was like, "Oh yeah, you YouTuber. know the guy who regularly gets like tens of thousands of views on his videos, and he's like super smart and informed." But this lasagna dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you've become really sensitive to the smell of me in the morning. I don't know what it is. Because we haven't slept with each other in I a long I love the time. smell of Tim in the That's morning. That's not true. We slept with each other two days ago. That's true. <laughs> the, the entire internet just exploded. <laughs> no, actually, dryers. my dishwasher is uh, It's in the bathroom. It's in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hop out the shower and just <laughs> want a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> what do you know your dishwasher does? You... <laughs> Do you ever like just pile dishes in your bath and then like wash them while you're showering? That sounds like a great idea. Gives a whole new meaning to all-purpose cleaner, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, mean you, you mean you don't keep sandwich bread in your dishwasher? <laughs> what? Uh, hey, man, thanks for coming over. You want a sandwich? Yeah, that'd be great. All right, yeah, hop over to the dishwasher. It's great. Have you ever tried poaching fish in a dishwasher? Because that genuinely works. That's Do you like mean you... a fishwasher? Yes, a fishwasher. Exactly. You wrap it up tight and put it on a hot cycle. Freshly cooked, delicious fish. We're on a hot cycle right now, folks. Bam. If you like this scorching. premium content, you can go to patreon.com slash after discussion and pledge money. They refer, they refer to them as a chicken pita, I think. Well, I, some... I, misnomered that one chicken sandwiches I've, I've definitely heard chicken sandwiches at various shawarma places in fact well. if you order the creation from Bustan they call it the creation sandwich that's yeah. true oh, and it is, it is definitely inside a single pita I well, think the world needs to be a little bit more strict about the <coughs> definition of sandwich well what, I agree. what do you think about the earth sandwich do you think that's a sandwich what is an earth sandwich the earth sandwich is that you find someone who's on the exact opposite side of the world from you and you both put a piece of bread on the ground and then the world is a sandwich <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> it's, how, a, it's a how, great thing to do. Should there be? Because here's the thing, right? If <laughs> this is a really weird image, here's but I'm gonna go thing. with it. <laughs> if I made a salad and on the bottom of the bowl I put one crouton, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and on the top of the bowl you put one other crouton. <laughs> yeah. You, <clears throat> yeah, I think you've got a salad sandwich. <laughs> 
mystery. No, they they definitely built until she died, and when ghost. she died, they were like, "Well, I guess we'll stop." I guess because all these ghosts aren't gonna like mm. haunt anybody else. It was just her. Yeah, all yeah, these ghosts aren't gonna <laughs> haunt themselves. You know what I mean? Apparently, apparently, the last like several years of her life, she just kind of walked around. She always wore black and a veil over her her face, and just never left the house and but walked mm. around. Mm. So she basically was a ghost before she died. Well, it sounds like yeah. she was haunted, even though she wasn't haunted. Are we sure she didn't just like convert to Islam? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? She just always wore black and had a veil. She always wears <laughs> black and builds houses like what <laughs> Muslims do. Always building houses. <laughs> you know that old, every time I see a Muslim, I ask, hey, you've been building a house recently? <laughs> that old Muslim stereotype. And they answer, <laughs> what? <laughs> I am confused. <laughs> I've got a couple friends who are... Uh, <clears throat> Dressing up as a Beatles songs. Oh dear, that was, was that a judgment I heard in that throat clearing? No, 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 no. It was legitimately my throat needing to be cleared. No, uh, how is, are they? Uh, is anyone dressing up as Come Together? Because I feel like that's <laughs> you need risky. two <laughs> two people for that one. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. You guys, we just released a brand new T-shirt over at tpublic.com. You can click the link in the description of this episode to get your hands on your very own literally dying T-shirt inspired by the vastly surprising death of the saga antelope vastly surprising. it's so surprising it's that it is vast and so surprising it's happened many times many times many and if you guys want to celebrate the death of an animal go to t public and buy a shirt i will i i just i just took a took a little glance at it a gander gander (laughs) (laughs) i just took a gander and threw it at your phone and it's a pretty good title yeah, Given how the gander bounced and uh, cried. It's <laughs> a good title. Do you that, think that a, what, do a gander's a baby that a goose, right? No, they're, they're a gander's adult a female male goose. Go- oh. Adult male gooses, excuse me. Adult male really? geese. Yes. It's an adult. It's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know that expression? I thought a goose was a male and a gander was a female. I thought the gander no. was the babies. What's a baby get? Oh, that's a that's gosling. A, a it's goose, a gooselet. A gooselet. <laughs> that's a small boy. <laughs> a bab's goose. Someone told me today <laughs> that in olden times, mm-hmm. when you said that you were going to die, it meant that you were going to ejaculate. Oh, yeah. The little death. The yeah. little death. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I you, mean, that's what I call my penis. But <laughs> we've never heard of orgasms referred to as the little death. It was no, a French expression. But yeah. I really no. love it. Yeah. Because they sort of thought that for a moment, like in that moment, your soul kind of like left your body. It does. And you have like like a complete absence of thought and feeling, right? So was, that was the idea. I was like, it's kind of like dying. Wow. Yeah. Does That's your whole so life weird. flash before your eyes every time that you? For me, yeah. Have a little death. Oh, a little death. Yeah. No, it's just the past week because it's a little death. <laughs> it's true. It's pretty it's cool. like, oh, man, I, I still haven't done the laundry. <laughs> my taxes. Oh, oh man, my kale's gone bad. <laughs> Uh, I will be performing on November's 9th, 8th, and 13th, inclusively. 9th, 11th, and 13th? What did I say? You said 8th. 9th, 11th, <laughs> and 13th, inclusively. 9, 11, 13. 9, 11, 13. 13. Yeah. It's going to be at 7, 8, and 2 p.m. respectively. I'm pretty Wait, sure. What? Is that every day or like no. on the 9th? It's at on seven. the 9th, it's at 7. This on the is so 11th, it's at... Hey, I made this worse. Uh, there's going to be a Facebook Is event. Is there a link we can go to? There will be. Okay. 
check on the Up for Discussion Facebook page. Guys, apparently you, today yeah. I'm doing a terrible job at <laughs> explaining it. We do. It's written in the description of things. Cool. Yeah. Mm, P.O. Box. P.O. Box 22585 Muckland, P.O. Montreal, Quebec. The intention behind writing the show was not to tear down the Mormon church specifically. Mm-hmm. It was to point out that, like, at the end of the day, yeah. everyone who has beliefs of any kind believes some kind of wacky stuff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just off the top of my head, every week we eat the literal body and blood of Jesus, right? Well, that depends what church you go to. Sure. We might eat the like magically transformed body and blood of Jesus, but it's still fucking <laughs> or weird. Ju- or just really <laughs> special bread. Tom's going to do his Ricky Gervais parody. It's two lines. Jesus, yeah? Doesn't exist, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's the extent of... Tom's been doing that all week. I feel like you need to go <laughs> an octave up. Well, my voice isn't there. <laughs> Jesus, yeah? <laughs> that was a... I, and I think you need to go more westward in your accent. <laughs> we're not talking about... Oh, Jesus, he's not real! <laughs> this is not a Monty Python. We've gone full Monty Python. Yeah. Oh, darn it, Jesus! <laughs> but just before that, you were like a young Michael Caine. I realized yeah. recently that Iceland is has been added to like the list of things that people tell you about when they do it, yeah. like veganism and CrossFit. <laughs> like if you're if you if you're vegan or you do CrossFit <laughs> or you've been to Iceland, you're gonna tell yeah. someone really soon. <laughs> Any sort of measurement you would take on what's changing in the world is all humans. So certainly on how things are influenced, we have the largest influence just because we're jerks and we take up so many resources. <laughs> Who, who's in second place? <laughs> is that like a, a known thing? Or? Wow, that's a really interesting question. Um, if you were to categorize based on effects it has on everything else, I would have to think about that. Well, it's probably whales. <laughs> that's, that's my educated guess. Whales are the answer to most things. They're the big ones. They, wasn't Harrison Ford a model before? He was a he was carpenter, acting? wasn't he? Isn't that the? That's the, Jesus, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what do you th- like? Do you think that like this is something that GM could solve? Like it, not General Motors, but like uh, <laughs> genetic <laughs> modification. <laughs> hey, General Motors, come in here and like fix our bananas. Because they're doing you're great. focused on hockey right now. But, like, <laughs> wait. No. That's a different GM. Yes, that's the general manager of something. <laughs> there are lots of general managers of things that are called GMs. Admittedly, I have never actually realized until this moment that General Motors had nothing to do with hockey. <laughs> Round gobies are this really ugly fish. They kind of look like a catfish, so they live on the bottom, so their eyes are kind of closer together to the front, kind of like a, a mud skippery type of, type of thing. Um, and uh, they don't have swim bladders, so to... to Determine how many of them you have. You can't use other techniques like electrofishing, which causes all the fish to float up because of the Hold swim on. ladder. Electrofishing? <laughs> Explain this because I want to do this with my dad. <laughs> so this leads us to, to the most important question I think that we've asked in this podcast so far. How many gobies? <laughs> the 
end of question. <laughs> well, they're the most numerous vertebrate invader in the Great Lakes. Um, if you go scuba diving in the St. Lawrence, which everyone thought I was crazy for doing, but it's actually pretty beautiful. Uh, if you look at the bottom, it's all you see. So uh, how is, many? Is there, so it's how like many? gobies piled on gobies <laughs> piled on gobies. It kind of looks like that. They're oh, very gregarious. Yikes. They're very social. So they do pile up and they're very curious about people. So if you're scuba diving, they start kind of coming towards you and it's pretty Do they adorable. pile on you? <laughs> I wish. Do you like lie down on the bottom? They, like, <laughs> come, they come and me. swarm over you like puppies? <laughs> I definitely didn't try it. <laughs> no, I'm wishing I had. It's um, a giant hand made of gobies <laughs> comes up and grabs you. So what would happen if you say had like an electro fishing party with some gobies and you invited Moby. <laughs> what? You have to like hire hire a pilot to fly over your field and see what's going on. You just send totally. a drone up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a lot cheaper to send a GoPro than to hire a helicopter. Yeah. In my experience. <laughs> so in the yeah, the many helicopters I have hired for various experiments. <laughs> the drones seem cheaper. They keep going on strike though, which is annoying. Wait, what? The drones? Drones? Like drone strikes. Not a good joke. Not, I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> to my friends and family for that joke. Well, that's not what the movie Ants told me. Well, <laughs> And you, I'm inclined to believe that. That's DreamWorks. They don't do their research. If you guys talk about a thing for a second, I will look up what sex are bees. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get the words right, in, like in the right order in that Google search. What bees are sex? Well, yeah. What, what are, which, what? which is the sexiest bee? What is a sex bee? The bee from <laughs> the bee from Bee Movie is the sexiest oh, bee. I haven't seen that movie. It's Jerry Seinfeld I, as a I bee. I know, it's, and I love Jerry Seinfeld. It's weirdly sexy. <laughs> <laughs> My partner's um, shampoo and conditioner have royal jelly in it, and I wonder is it, is it, is that does that convey a smell? Is there any sort of positive? It might be turning your partner into a queen bee. <laughs> Explains so much. <laughs> it makes you lord of the bees. <laughs> I, I realize this is the most like white privilegey thing I've ever said in my life, but I really hate having a gardener because <laughs> the gardener comes like once or twice a week for like four hours. And it's just like weed whackers and lawnmowers right outside my office window all day. And I'm like, I'm working. I don't want to hear this. I cannot lie to authority. And also, I should have thought a lot harder about how I was to craft this lie, right? Because what you're supposed to do with a lie is, you know, keep it as close to the truth as you can in a way that still keeps you out of trouble. Um, And I sort of did keep it as close to the truth as you can, but... The story, like, so I'm just trying to tell them that I'm going, you know, to see, like, a friend to, you know, like, visit and whatever. But the story without the part that I wanted to leave out, which is that I'm going to work, is that I'm going to see a 16-year-old girl that I met on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, uh, in retrospect, is not not a good, Uh, not a good situation. She just made her 18, though. I know, but they... they, (laughs) It was just like, because I didn't plan. I was just like, okay, I'll answer the questions and I'll say, but they were like, okay, who's your friend? I was like, well, it's a girl named uh, Natalie. Like, How old is she? 16. Well, how did you meet her? Uh, uh, over the internet. <laughs> like, as I'm saying, I'm like, no, that's not what, it's too late now. <laughs> it's out of my mouth. So. So you got arrested. I didn't get arrested. I got formal, I got detained and I got fingerprinted. It's it I would if you wanted me to tell the story I would tell the story but you don't I do actually nah now I want you to tell the story with the right inflections <laughs> I can't do it there's no niece here once upon a time there was a tiny cow 
This cow was so tiny that it didn't fit in. And then it fell out and died. What did it fall out from? I don't know. Where was it trying to fit in? Society. Oh, well, it fell out of society. And died? It became, it became a, an indigent cow roaming the streets of our inner cities. That's our word. <laughs> Sorry, exactly what, what minority group are you claiming to be a part of right now? Cows. <laughs> I mean, cows, cows are ripe for an uprising. They're, they're a vastly ignored section of the populace. You should join the revolution. <laughs> They've been disenfranchised for a large portion of human history. Mm-hmm. It's time that we reveal the hypocrisy of the state. <laughs> Uh, you're really milking this. <laughs> this is an utterly painful joke. <laughs> oh, I have to huff it if I want to come in with a better one. The politics are getting really extreme. Mm-hmm. Patches, black and white patches. Joke about cow <laughs> patterned patches on a cow. Cows have patches. You can do butter, Tom. <laughs> Your chest is like your third best part. What would you say is my best part? You've got decent calves. <laughs> Why, where was that in the cow jokes? Come on, your golden opportunity. I was saving it for later. I see. Don't have a cow, man. Hmm. I I have two of them. You think really? You you like you enjoy my calves? I've always thought that I have. I didn't say I enjoy them. I said they're decent. I have very flat calves. Have you? I don't know. Have you noticed this? When you flex your calves, they're like the flattest muscle. For some reason, they form like a, a, a wall, like a shelf. They're not round the way most muscles are. They're like flat, and then they have a, an angle to them. I didn't say I enjoy them. Everyone go <laughs> everyone at home, flex your calves for me. Tell me what you think. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm flattered by the, the praise you're heaping on my calves, but... Really, I'm okay. You need to stop justifying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I do not know what you mean, madam. Would you like to? <laughs> I can't remember. There's an inside joke I wanted to pull out. Like I'm too, I'm too foggy. I can't remember. I can't remember what the inside joke was. Uh, I raised my glass. To make to say that thing that we always say before we take a glass of water. I don't remember what it is. Think suitcases. You're gonna unpack it. Mm, that's it. We're gonna unpack. Okay. Um. I think you have a tendency to try and justify oversleeping. It's that's some thoughts about Pokemon typing. Do you think that, that if uh, if an old Vulpix mm-hmm. and a new Vulpix got together, they would ever sing a duet? I thought you were going to ask if they'd have like a water type. No, no, no. I just, I just, do you think they'd, they'd sing? Do they sing? Do they have, do they have songs? I don't know. That's interesting. Could they have a song of ice and fire? It's 7.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to the hottest show on the internet and the iciest. It's up for discussion with Tim and Tom.
It's Arrested Development. Boop. Okay, this is the strangest episode we've ever done. Someone gets to that point in the episode, and they're sitting there, and there's just a minute of silence. Okay, no, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. Yep. It's 19.21 p.m. Monday, November 14th, 2016, Eastern Standard Time. We're coming to you live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, in North America, in the Northern Hemisphere of our planet Earth. In the year 2016 of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you think people are going to hate that part? <laughs> you ever have an itchy nose? Just now. Wow. Yep. Wow, look at the, imagine that timing. Good timing. For the best timing. Do you, do you ever have a... Awkward silence? Yeah, all the time. I was going to ask if you ever had... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do the silence again. The computer that sorts uh, all the items doesn't sort them like by category or whatever. So it's not like, oh, if I need to get Pokemon Moon, I'm going to run into the video game section. It's like, oh, I have to run on like aisle 312. And then it's in a box with like headphones and a dildo and a bird mask. And you have to like rifle through it and grab it out and then run it, run back to the shipping thing and then place it on the... um, conveyor belt or whatever Interesting. it's super you, can i ask weird. a question yeah how did you know the other items in my amazon order guys this show is brought to you by anybody but Intelcom. <laughs> if you're another shipping person we support you is there gonna be a pokemon sun coming out at some point it came out along with pokemon moon oh i understand are yeah they they're the like same? xy and ab and red blue or whatever are they um inexplicably the same size yes Cool. But one of them's 400 times further away. <laughs> That's Moon, which is why it's taking so long for me to get it. Do you have Pokemon Sun? No. Oh. I you... should have ordered Sun. Can I, can I be your Pokemon Sun? I feel like in a way you kind of are. Yeah, a little bit. We've spent a lot of time throwing the Pokeball back and forth and me teaching you about evolution and things. Mm-hmm. That's things that dads do, I think. Can one of you two confirm? Um, my As dad boys never, with dads never taught me about evolution. But my dad never threw balls at me. Do you I guys, mean, he, 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 you know what? He probably did, but it wasn't a big part of our childhood. Could you guys I, I never owned a, a baseball glove. Could you guys start a two-man boy band called Boys with Dads? Do you guys want to start a boy band called Soft Boys and their Warm Tasty Daddies? Nope. Soft Boys out on the street. I would be down to start a... Uh, a boy band, but uh, I don't want to call it that. What do you not want to call it? 
What do I not want to call it? I, I would not want to call it soft boys and their tasty, tasty daddies. I understand, Tim. I have a crush on the sun. Yeah. What do you think? What? It's pretty handsome. Explain it's pretty that. handsome son. It's a handsome son. Do you have a crush on the Father or the Holy Ghost? Allegedly. I'm I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. there are blacks blacker than Anish Kapoor is black. Oh, um, sure. But because there there Tom's are these blacks made out of nanomaterials that, that are being used in a lot of like mm. you know, lab settings now. Mm. Yeah. Um and they're they're crazy. Like if you if you see them like people do experiments where they like they'll like paint a bunch of aluminum foil black. Yeah. And you just you can't tell that it's aluminum it just foil. Like a it just looks like a black thing. Mm, yeah. Are, are there any practical applications with that? I guess like um, camouflage. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Make your cat look even weirder. <laughs> like that's the only place that I've re- ever really seen Wouldn't that, that be effect before. Darker? Is like really black cats. You'll notice mm. that like you can't mm. tell they have fur necessarily. They yeah. just look like a hole in the universe. You could use it to reduce glare for football players. Yeah. Put it I, on your would, eyes. Would is would that pigment be like toxic? For some reason, I just feel like it must be like jam packed full with toxic chemicals. It well, might because a lot I of feel it like uses you probably like, can't like, touch, put it on your skin. You could probably like find a way to like or whatever make it you capable of being painted on some tin though. foil. Put the tin foil under your eyes, right? <laughs> and then I mean, slowly bakes your skin. <laughs> you have a burn mark. <laughs> if we're gonna Don't talk about loud, there's the, small boys oh, sorry, upstairs. Okay, I think we lost Tom. I think we did. How's it going there, Tom? Is he asleep? No, he's just not in a mood to talk about this right now. What's he in a mood to talk about, Tom? This great audio. Bees. Bee movie. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Who's the other actor in that? Who knows? Is there another actor in that? Zoom. <laughs> it's just Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> doing every voice. <laughs> So uh, before the podcast, do you want to jump into the conversation we were just having? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. So, so Tom was mentioning that that I have the na- a name that is similar to a, sh- a character from a show that you love. You have a way uni- too close to Fraser Crane. It is very close to Fraser Crane. Yeah, but but if you do the math, I had the name first, right? If Cheers came out in the eighties. I was born in the seventies. So, so you win. So I, so I do, I do have the name for it. So my name takes precedent. So what should really be happening is whenever someone watches that show, right. they go, oh yeah, that's just like that guy who does that space stuff. Right. Except yeah. were you doing space stuff in the eighties? Oh, I mean, you were what? Like oh, 10, game 15? set match. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. So I was, you know, not famous. but well, if we had some kind of time machine, you know, we could go back and and reorder the timeline to a way that works. Where are you from? I'm from British Columbia. You're from British Columbia. Yeah. And you're named after the Fraser Valley in British Columbia? Well, no, I'm it's I'm named after my grandfather who was named after the Fraser River. Okay. So so that's the big river that runs through Vancouver. So I'm when people ask me like are you named after the river? I say no. Cuz I'm not. I'm named right. after my grandfather yeah. who was named after the river. It's like a twice removed kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the river is not named after the ra- the river either. The river is named after a guy named Fraser. S- yeah, Simon Fraser. Yeah. So I'm really I'm named after Simon Fraser. Right. But I'm not. You know, if you ask me, are you named after Simon Fraser? I'd say no. Three times removed. Three times removed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then who's he named after? We could go all day. <laughs> well, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's and then just the we- like the time travel thing. And the weird part as well is that I actually have two. My name is two last names. Right. So. 
Fraser's the last name and Kane is the last name. Mm-hmm. And for me to have Fraser as the first name and Kane is the last name is a little weird. It makes you less trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Anyway, hi. Describe your YouTube channel with a short sentence with punchy buzzwords. In five emojis or less. Logline, logline. <laughs> Cactus emoji, turtle emoji, tombstone emoji. Anyway. That's pretty accurate. That's not bad. Yeah, you're prickly, you're slow, and you're literally dying. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag relatable. Hi, Trevor. I'm Sabrina from Toronto. And please provide some light snacks during your ceremony. Thank you. Goodbye. Boom. Beep. I mean, they do have light snacks, right? It's called communion. Oh, please don't go there. <laughs> Let's not call the body of Jesus a light snack. That, that used your... to be a genuine fear I had because yeah. I was like, oh, no, I can't swallow gum. And then the biggest thing was just like, if it, this is gonna get gross, if it yeah. gets to your butt that. and you fart, yeah, could you potentially blow a bubble? Yeah, of gum. You never, you never pooped a balloon. <laughs> Just relatable experience. Hashtag, Hashtag relatable. <laughs> well, if you guys like padding soft stuff, maybe you should hop over and pay one of our sponsors a visit. Ooh, Ooh look at me with my <laughs> sweet halfway through the podcast transitionary plugs. Uh, guys, we are officially being sponsored right now by Waddle and Flit. Waddle and Flit is a toy maker from Montreal who makes sweet soft boys for you. Uh, stuffed animals, bears, no bears, sorry, <laughs> rabbits, squirrels, um, skunks. Whoa! And that's, that's uh, if you want, if you want, they, they are really real looking. Like they look like legit animals, which is kind of fun. So they're very natural looking, very well made. Uh, I may or may not have helped do the product photos for them. And we may or may not be close friends with the owner of the store. Uh, And for a limited time, if you enter the coupon code SOFTBOYS at checkout, you get 20% off. Uh, This is an exclusive deal for listeners of our podcast. So if you want to get your hands on some sweet soft boys, (laughs) go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Waddle Flit and enter the promo code soft boys <laughs> and you get 20 percent off these are these make great like christmas gifts for small <laughs> sweet children um maybe you've got a child or a niece or nephew uh, or a close friend who's got a sweet soft child <laughs> go to etsy.com slash shop slash waddle and uh enter the coupon code soft boys for 20 percent off I have a huge phobia of sea creatures. All right. I, Shrimp? I, whoa, look at all those legs. Those are too many <laughs> legs. Scallops. Nobody, I don't even know what those are. Really. <laughs> I've eaten them. I've accepted them as a part of my life. Did but you I know they have looked. eyes? Do they? No. I always no. thought scallops were some sort of like mushroom type okay, thing. Okay, that makes but it so sea. much worse. They have eyes? They're so creepy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this photo toward you guys. To take a look at here. Oh, oh, there it goes. <laughs> Sponsored by Otterbox. <laughs> Wait, those aren't eyes. Those are eyes. Those, All those... are. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me take a look at this. But, so, like, scallops have like little, like, creepy. Oh, they have blue many eyes. eyes. Oh my gosh, it's like it's like a UFO. Yep. But instead of lights, it's eyeballs. Yep. And it's which got, like... is so much worse. <laughs> Okay, wait. Good. So you pronounce it Queen Bee? Because yeah, some Beyonce. People, but like some people say Bay, like the, the Bay no one says, Hive. No one says but Bay it's like Beyonce. the Bay Hive. 
But you're right, nobody does say Beyonce, but nobody calls it Nutella. It's Nutella, even though it's not hazelnuts. So... <laughs> <laughs> What was that? uh, Every jar has 44 (laughs) hazelnuts. So we're developing this dynamic here where like the the person who has like the upper hand of the discussion, the upper discussion. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. It's been so long. Pause, pause. Let's say that again. The upper discussion. I hate this. (laughs) I would like to resign from this podcast. That was the moment where Sabrina decided she wasn't going to share this. Oh no! She's gonna go on full on Sabrina social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Too far, Mm. too relatable. Yeah, bathroom anxiety. Like I, I'm very much a shy peer. So like, if someone's next to me at the urinal, I cannot pee. Oh, that's never been an experience. I can't even use a urinal because I didn't have a dad. Because they, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna drop that. Okay. (laughs) Can, can I tell one last toilet story that Ooh, happened to me yesterday? Sure. Go uh, for it. I walk into a stall. This is a small washroom. There's only two stalls. Mm-hmm. And I hear the sound of coins clattering to the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, um, those are not mine because I don't have any money. But nonetheless, I just see a, a foot just pushing <laughs> on the underneath into my stall. And I'm very confused. <laughs> So um, I'm having this dilemma while I'm trying to peep, and and I'm like trying to convince myself like, is this person trying to peep? <laughs> Leave it behind when you're done. Oh, or dear. like, did it actually fall out of my pocket? Like, what services are expected if I accept this money? <laughs> exactly. Is so, this a deal? And then this person just leaves the stall, and I'm like, oh my god, maybe that was my toonie this whole time. Like, I managed to convince myself in my confusion. So, so I pick it up and I like put it into my pocket. Like, it's kind of moist because it's a washroom. Oh, no. <laughs> no! I hate this entire thing, but I'm like, it's $2. If it was like a quarter, I'd be like, leave it there. But $2 is a lot. So then, <laughs> I'm a university student. So I walk by and then I'm washing my hands and the person who, who did the pushing of the toonie just looks at me and she's just like, hi, was that your toonie? <laughs> like, what? I'm not sure anymore because I thought maybe it was mine. And I'm in this moment of just stunned silence. And she's just like, oh, so you just left it there. So now I feel like a thief and also someone who accepted a weird toilet tuning. <laughs> so like, and she, she, she hits me with this question as I'm washing my hands. So I can't whip it out immediately because my hands are just soaked. So then I have to dry the hands and I couldn't find any, any, like, t- not toilet paper, t- towels. I just couldn't find any paper towels anywhere. So then I just did the awkward pants wipe and then I dig into my pocket, return the toonie and just get the hell out of there. When you get back to so her? So was, was it her toonie? Yeah, I just assume it was her toonie. But oh, that was just so oh, much stress in oh. what was really just a... 10 second peeing experience. Can I like write that into a script? Because that's beautiful. Uh, So how do people develop? Um, (laughs) Just a general question. (laughs) How do people develop? Um, They get... They hmm. start small and then they become big. Yeah, that's it. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> wow, that's si- all it takes. Simon, you don't even need to go to school. For you could this. do my job. I'm an after all. <laughs> well, that's all we got for today. <laughs> How much do you know about sleep? How much do you know about Tim's oh, mom? Oh, th- 
How much do you know about Tim's mom's sleep? What do well, you know about bacon? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know in that order, sleep, bacon, and your mom. <laughs> That's a, I'm glad that you don't know my mom better than the bacon. <laughs> that would be weird. On September 16, 1993, NBC aired the first ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, the much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to have someone pay him $264 to watch through every episode of Frasier with different special guests, unpacking the deeper themes behind each episode. That baby is me, Tom Zalatni, and this is a terrible, terrible idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again, right here on the Upford Network. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And we're the host of The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts.